Alright, what we're gonna do is go back. Way back. Well, kind of. We'll start with Booksum and Mog. Together they had nine children. Six girls, followed by three boys. They named their youngest daughter Maggie. She married Frey. They had two sons and one daughter. I am the oldest of them. I'm Kendrick. The middle boy they named Herbie. Well, his name is Aubrey, but we'll get into that later. He married Deborah, and they had three girls. I am the oldest of them. I'm Tawana. The first girl and oldest of Bugsum and Mog's children was named Blossom. She married a man named Eugene. Well, we call him Gene. And they had nine kids between them, seven boys, and two girls. The oldest girl was named Myra, and she married David, and they had three kids, two boys, and the oldest was a girl, and that's me, Simone. Of Blossom and Jean's kids, the tallest of the boys was Jerome. He married Juanita, and they had two sons, the oldest of which was actually the first grandchild that the two would share, and that's me, Will, but they called me Jean. So, y'all catch all that? Anyway. Hey, cousin! All right, y'all. So, we are here, ready to do this thing. This is our inaugural episode. I know at the top of the show, we kind of gave everybody a little brief teaser of our familiar relation and how we're all interconnected. And the fact that we are, yes, indeed, actually family. So now um, we're just going to like give a little bit of a moment to talk about our family story. Because one of the things that I've noticed as I've gotten older is that give cousins maybe 30 minutes minimum to get together. We're going to talk about some of them stories. And then when you hear some of the different perspectives of them stories, you get the full story that you ain't know was the full story until y'all sat down and had this conversation. So right. let's kick it off. You know what I'm saying? Let's kind of oh. focus on how we decided to come together and actually create this podcast as a family. Yes. Okay. So the idea came to me a while ago. Honestly, it was, I don't know if I was still in college and I had like a semester to finish up or if I had already graduated. But what I noticed is that so many of my older cousins and just my cousins in general had so much to give with the stories of their lives and, you know, with their careers and, you know, different things that they know how to do and that they could really share with the world. And I was just like, man, this is like information that we all need to be sharing amongst each other so we can also share with others to advance ourselves, you know, not only as a family, but as a people as a whole. So I just kind of thought of the idea like, man, I wanted to do my own personal um, podcast and I actually did start my own personal podcast, but I'm like, man, my podcast is cool, but I also want to create one with my cousins because I know they have so much to give. So I just sent out uh, a text to Tawana, as a matter of fact, and Tawana suggested that I send it out to, you know, a few of the cousins that I think would be interested in it. And everybody that you see here was very interested. They were, um, they were messaging back very quickly and so that's kind of how we got here today so i guess i can just say that much (laughs) one thing that i wanted to add to that is um i didn't realize till i was writing up the script about the family that all of us on this call are of our branches of the family tree the oldest child Mm. oh wow (laughs) that's why because we're responsible Right, right, yeah, exactly. (laughs) It comes with the package, right? right? Correct, Uh correct. Let's get get done. And and I feel like things are coming full circle. For me, when when Moni, that's what I call her, y'all. When Moni reached out to me, and and let me tell y'all why I call her Moni. I guess that's a story we can talk about later. But when Moni reached out to me, we and her always talk. We always, always talk. We always keep in contact with each other. Um, So she is one of the cousins that we, we, we keep in contact. Um, but when she reached out to me, it's crazy how things come back to you. I had an opportunity where I was actually creating a, it was a, um, it was a, it was in a barbershop and it was called cut and sip. And we used to sit around and talk about community events and all that. And we was really trying to turn it into a situation where what we're doing now, and it didn't manifest. Um, before then I was a part of 
um, this me, it was a two girl crew. We called it blog live where we would just blog. We would go and set up at different places in Atlanta. We would invite special guests. It didn't jump off. We did about three shows and her and I, we didn't see eye to eye because it had grew to whereas in my friend in New York who works at um, Harlem Children's Zone, she was like, oh, you need to talk to such and such, da, 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 da. And me and the girl that were working together, we couldn't agree on some things. So it kind of fizzled out. The opportunity went away. And then it came back around with one of my friends. We started doing um, these po this podcast show here in Atlanta at this uh, lounge called, um, oh my God, I can't even remember the name of the lounge. We did about three or four shows, recorded it. We had people interested in COVID hit. So when COVID hit, it kind of shocked oh, yeah. everybody. And versus us trying to figure out how to get back on, it just died. So mm. now when Simone was like, hey, Juana, what you think about this? I was like, let's run it. I know I'm supposed to be sitting in front of the camera running my mouth about some social pop <laughs> every day. <laughs> <laughs> let's like do run, it. So, you know, I'm interested. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited because it keeps coming back to me. And every time it comes yeah. back, I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to work it and we're going we gonna to see what happens. So that's how I got involved. I love it. Yeah. Uh, am I next? Uh, do you think? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I got, when the text came through, I was like, yeah, like I, sim not, not dissimilar to uh, what Tawana was saying. I've been feeling probably for like the last two or three years, like this pull towards podcasting and, and blogging and vlogging. And I just before, again, COVID hit, I went on my very first cruise. My wife, Christy, surprised me with a cruise. And I was like, yo, okay, so before I do this, this is going to be the start of my blog, the start of my like little YouTube blog yeah. or whatever. And I bought a brand new camera and was ready to go. And then boom, we stepped off the ship into peak COVID. Like they started shutting things down. We actually couldn't even get back to the port that we were supposed to get back to because they uh, wouldn't let us in because of COVID. So ever since then, it's been, of course, on, on pause. And I'm like, yo, okay, right. well, we'll figure it out later. But then when this came up, I was like, yo, that's perfect. I haven't seen or heard any type of perspective uh, that is kind of geared towards the black family and the black family experience told by an actual black extended family you know so i feel like there's there's a there's a window for us and and we might as well jump in before somebody else do absolutely <laughs> no i think we definitely bring a unique perspective to the whole thing because i think we all were on the same page at about the same time because i got like this mic and all this stuff so you know i was starting that process myself but you know you start off saying okay i want to do this like you know for myself first then it's like, okay, well, I know I've, I've, I've already created some topics for my personal blog, but I think this would be a great way to kick it off. And it's like a Sunday sit around with your cousins that you have, you know, anytime we're in town together, we kind of like just chop it up and talk about all kinds of different issues. So mm -hmm. if we have those issues, I'm thinking everyone else in the family has those issues as well. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. So that's the origin, that's the origin of Hey, cousin. Right. <laughs> the name came about because that's what we always say to each other. Well, one of my other cousins, he always be like, hey, cousin. And we just kind of was like, that might be dope for us to choose that. So that's how the name right. came about. Um, we have, we're happy with the name, right, y'all? We happy with the name? Yes. I yeah. love it. I love the name. I love we it. We actually need a sound bite of all of us saying it together. Um, we, on the count of three, we can do like a sound bite to where it's the video clip and it'll be the audio and audio clip for us to use. So, y'all ready to mark it? So, one, two, three. Hey, hey cousin. cousin. Oh, wait. Hold on. Let me turn my mic up, sir. One sound, one band, y'all. One sound, one band. Uh, well, let's go. All right, one, two, three. Hey, hey cousin. cousin. Man, what the hell, man? What is the <laughs> last? What is this? 
Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're we're, we're getting we're getting together. You know, it's the first time on. Uh, we we we'll get, we'll get together. We will get together. All right. So I'm gonna count to three, and then everybody in their head count four silently in the same tempo, and then we'll say it. All right. Let's go. Okay. One, two, three. Hey, hey cousins. cousins. I think that's good. We gonna have to rock with that. <laughs> Sounds good. Good. Either that, either that, or 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 we can send in the pre-recorded "Hey cousins" and then yeah. I can line them up, just like how I'll do the yeah. other ones. So yeah, yeah. So that's um, yeah. thanks, ah, Tony. Appreciate it. Yeah, use those no skills. No problem. Yes. <laughs> You know I do what I do. <laughs> <laughs> so let's jump right in, y'all. And I think with us just kind of jumping right in, well, the topic that we wanted to kind of uh, start with was, uh, Junie, what, you, what did you say? Oh, and by the way, I know y'all see our names as Nicole Gibbs and Charnell Brown and we're white. And Kendrick Snipe. Kendrick is the only yeah. one who really don't have- That's still Kendrick. <laughs> he just Kendrick. Oh, well, we got one, though. Bernard. Bernard. Oh, yeah. We used to call him that when he was when we were younger. Right. But for the most part, we have our little nicknames. My first name is Tawana. And in one of the um podcast shows, we're gonna talk about names and um why I decided to I love Tawana and I loved that name, but when I was looking for a job, it was a little bit difficult for me to find a job um in the industry oh, that wow. I was trying to get into because it was like black girl coming through. They didn't care about nothing. <laughs> I was Tawana Gibbs. <laughs> so I really, we go, we're going to talk about that. But um, they, every so you see Nicole because I dropped to I go by T Nicole for work. So um, 15 years of people, when I moved to Atlanta, they know me as Nicole. And then my family and my friends know me as Juana. Right. That's my whole name thing and Moni I was started calling her that because we used to babysit I used to babysit her me and my sisters we used to babysit her and she was Moni to us so that's how she got the name and I'm never calling her nothing else so she can and then <laughs> Junie is what? our cousin Junie, Junie is a junior of course as uh -huh. you know and instead of him everybody calling him Will we just call we we just always call him Junior? Right. I thought yeah. that was his name, like for as long as I, <laughs> I thought that was a name is Junior, right? It's like I think when you got like social oh, no, media, it was like real white Junior. I was like, who the hell is yeah. real white? Like, who the hell is that? That's the same thing I said. I said the same thing. I was like, who is Will? Why? Who is Will? Where did Will I come? I started looking at the pictures. I was like, oh, it's Junior. <laughs> right, yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. But Junie, what was the topic we said we was gonna start with today? Um, it's going to be our family story. So um, I think with that, I think it's very important for us to uh, bring up the whole Geechee element of our history. Um, for me, I don't think I actually was able to uh, combine Geechee history with me just growing up in Charleston for the summers. Like, I didn't know that there was a difference. I didn't know that there was basically a whole culture and not for nothing. To me, one of the last standing African-American cultures that resides here in the United States. Like, of course you hear about black people that are from Nigeria or from, you know, Eritrea or whatever different place. But like, like Geechee people, have a culture that's been solidified. And I'd say probably one of the only other ones would have to be like Louisiana, because they have their own like succinct culture. But I think we should talk about that. Like, um, I know I, I grew up down there in the summers, but you guys are from there and lived there. And did you always have the self-awareness that, hey, I'm Gullah, I'm Geechee, or was it just, this is me? No, I actually personally kind of got more acclimated to the culture after I left. People were like more interested about the culture than I was, I think, at a certain point. They're like, what? Like, you got an accent, you from Jamaica? Like, not, not from Jamaica. You know, I'm from a small island outside of Charleston, you know. Oh, well, you might know I'm dumb Geechee. Like, uh, and to be honest with you, at first I was like, I didn't like, I didn't like the, I didn't understand, you know, what that meant. 
Mm-hmm. So, you know, for the most part at home, you would hear people call you Geechee in a, like a teasing manner. So, oh, yeah. yeah. So it was like, oh, well, you, you're too Geechee. You know what I'm saying? And I guess going out into the Air Force and, and the world, people was like, yeah, that's a, I like it. It's a cool accent. So from that point, I kind of got more into, okay, well, let's kind of dig a little bit deeper into you just kind of think everyone talks like this anyway, <laughs> just because that's all mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. That's what you grew up around. I can say the same thing. Um, the, I didn't really appreciate or learn to appreciate the Geechee Gullah culture until after I left Charleston and went to college. And it's like the people there were just so in love with it. It's like every time I left Charleston, and went somewhere else, people would always recognize my accent. As a matter of fact, it started, I think one summer, um, I went to my aunt's house in North Carolina. So we were around like some of her church friends and her church family and stuff like that. And it was just like, hey, you you talk funny. You got an accent, like you from the islands or something. I'm like, no, I from Charleston. Like, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> so that was just, that was just the start of it. That was just the start of it. So. When I went to college, it hit me like full force. It was almost culture shock to us because they're like, why do you talk like that? Like, I love your accent. Like, where are you from Jamaica or something? I'm like, from Charleston. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. You done it right now. Like, <laughs> or whatever. But what would happen is I would be away from Charleston for so long and school. So when we would come home for breaks, I would like feel relieved when I pulled up to like a fast food restaurant and I hit, um, hello, man, I think you'll order. I'm like, yes, yes. But it wasn't until like my, um, the last time, like after I graduated and I came home, I just kind of got a little, like, I won't say scared, but I was like, I was, I guess I was kind of scared that the culture was going to die out because of how they were gentrifying the area so much. So I took it upon myself to like create a whole show, like um, translating different words and phrases that we would use heavily down here, especially for like the millennials and stuff like that. Um, So much that I even created a clothing line um, behind it as well, but I did not know um, or appreciate the, the, the whole language and the culture until after right. I left. I, we didn't know. We just thought we were just, we were just being who we were. Right, you know, right. it wasn't until we, we got out ourselves and, and figured that out ourselves. Like, oh. okay, like we, we have a, a hidden gem here, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. But I love and definitely appreciate the, like I said, I created a whole show and my clo- one of my clothing lines is strictly based on these words and phrases that we use because I just love the culture so much. I, I, I grew to have such a love for it. Even I, I remember even when um, like some of the teachers would uh, like chastise the girls because of their accent. And now it's so beautiful that they're teaching the same language and the same culture at prestigious um, universities like Harvard. I yeah. know the Harvard professor that is teaching the Geechee Gullah language right now. And it's just so beautiful to know like that's what that's where we are. The culture will never die. Right. <laughs> it's not going anywhere. No. So that's yeah. a relief for me. <laughs> yes. So for me, I was kind of like Kendrick. I was embarrassed, y'all, because when I first moved to Savannah, because right out of so Savannah and Charleston are brother sister city, brother sister cities. They're so similar in so many right. ways. It's it's crazy. So when I moved to Savannah, but it was a lot of people that was from all like different parts of the South um, that went to Savannah State. That's where I got my um, bachelor's. So when I went there, I had to slow down because they they didn't understand me. And mm-hmm. I didn't know what yep, I yep. So I, to <laughs> yep. I was the same way. Me too. <laughs> slow it down. And I had to make sure that they understood what I was saying so when I would articulate, they knew exactly what I was saying, but I did not know I had an accent. I did. And when people used right. to say Geechee, I used to be like, it's Gala. It's, it's not Geechee. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dialect, you know, but I was um, working at my friend's um, restaurant and this was y'all, this was less than, I'll say a good seven years ago. And this Uber Eats guy, really, really smart guy, um, we became friends and we was talking one night and he said, 
you he said you're from charleston i'm yeah he said so do you know anything about the gullah wars and i was like um no he was like you don't know who you are <laughs> he said you don't know who you are he said until oh, wow. you do the research on who you are you're not going to reach your potential right. wow. uh, that's that, heavy yes he was a deep, he's deep but that kicked off me trying to figure out okay what is this Gullah Geechee that I, why am I so offended by Geechee when it is who I am right. like you know right. and 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 why am I covering up my accent when there's so much written richness in the history of Gullah the Gullah and the Geechee or whatever and if you watch anything about the Gullah Wars the Gullah war, the Gullah people are basically people that just long story short, people that migrated from Africa and came to Charleston, South Carolina, a lot of native Native Americans were already there. Like where we live at, uh Camp Honowell, uh Boy Scout mm. Road in uh, yeah. Wamala Island. You, yeah. you never heard of Wamala yeah. Island, John's <laughs> Island, James Island, one way on, one way off with bridges. Like we had draw bridges in yes. Charleston. And up until what? Less than 15 years ago? Oh my God. Yeah, it's probably like 10 <laughs> years ago yeah. that, they, yeah. that they did that. Yeah, 10 to 15. Exactly. Yeah. Sure. God. Have to, I was waiting at that all day. Damn bridges. Yes, yes. So my goodness, come, I do miss those bridges. Yes, we come from that and we didn't even know how much that was. When people hear about the Cooper River Bridge, oh my God, people walk that bridge, run that bridge. So right. Charleston is full of history. But anyway, the Native Americans were already there. Africans came and was dropped off, you know, whatever. And they made it and they, and they came together and they came together as a community of people. And when um, the um, colonizers <laughs> came, <laughs> Damn colonizers. Call it like it is, guys. Call it like it is. Colonizing like they gonna colonize. Y'all colonizing. Uh, when colonizers, colonizers came they was like you ain't finna take our land and they fought for their land and with the fighting and with the mating of the native americans and the the africans like my mom she's not she always will i don't think i'm african-american because her mother was her grandmother and her mother were cherokee full-blown cherokee indians that's the reason why my you know what i'm saying one of the reasons why i have such long thick beautiful hair because mm -hmm. i'm i'm kind of like a mutt I'm mixed with that and I'm mixed with my Gibbs family, which is we're African-Americans because right. a lot of people, based on the book from Wadmala Island, we have a book from Wadmala Island that says a lot of the people that settled there were from Sierra Leone. Mm -hmm. So the history, and once I started digging and finding, and when you open your mind to things, you'll be surprised at what comes to you and what you, you know, what you're ready to receive um, it meets you where you are. So for me, right. that's my whole Gullah Geechee um, experience. And Absolutely. and talking about like family things that we find out, you know, one, I didn't know that till our last conversation that your mom was Native American of, of Native American blood as well. Like, I didn't know. She is. That's crazy. And it makes so much sense though. Like, cause growing up, like you and your sisters, like <laughs> hair down here. Long, <laughs> like, I remember, hair, yeah. hey, just like how you used to watch Simone, like I, my, I used to get dropped off to y'all's house and like we yep. were all trying to watch each other too. And yep. actually, you were the oldest, so you was watching us. Right, but exactly. Y'all would have them, them buckets of barrettes and stuff. And like, it was always <laughs> like a weekly thing that your mom got y'all's hair together. And I was like, yes. you're so long and pretty. Like, yes. that's, that's crazy. Yes, yeah. yes, yep. That's us, that's us. That so is wild. Yeah, and the Gullah Geechee thing, it, it kind of translates not only into our to our speaking, but it also translates into the foods that we eat. Right, exactly. Oh yes. Cause we let's let's y'all want to talk about that or y'all wanna go where y'all wanna go. Well, I mean um, definitely I, a big part of the culture. That's probably like one of the Yeah, it part. is. I yeah. really, I really um I, I wanted to touch on one more thing because um another thing is what people would recognize that. You know, I, I when I was living in Florence, I had a boxing coach that I was dealing with and he was like, oh, so where are you from? And I'm like, I'm from Charleston. He said, oh, Geech. I'm like, damn, how the hell he even know about that? Like you ain't even from Charleston. <laughs> like it blew my mind. But um, as far as like the, the foods, oh yeah, please let's talk about the crab cracks, please. Yeah. <laughs> let's talk about the crab cracks. Well, 
please. I'm out here in New Mexico and they've never heard of red, red rice. Yo, that's my, yeah. That's one of my favorites. Not like, I'm not right. surprised. I'm I, not surprised. Yeah, oh, wait. Mexican rice, I'm like, no, no, no. Like, like insert, okay, insert jokes. So, okay, so Kendrick, we know you in New Mexico. You need to take that Mexican uh the um when lights this thing say call us some 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 you do you have your phone on? Oh yeah, I'm trying to learn Spanish. Oh it does say oh that's lit. <laughs> so I got so here's what I'm doing. I'm doing oh, like oh my god, um, you're right. I got a couple of books that um that I've already read that I'm I'm learning. I, I gotta learn. I'm out oh, here, I thought, so I, I need to speak their language. <laughs> I thought you yeah. had a, a Latino girlfriend and you was talking to her. I'm like, uh, I mean, there's so much opportunity out here and that's the language. So I'm definitely yeah. uh, spending wow. the time. My phone is set to um, Espanol and I, I spent like an hour a day kind of dealing with it. I'm like, Wait, cool. so the whole phone is, is set on Spanish? Yeah, you can you can go to uh, your settings in your iPhone to change the language. So I, of course I got my English backup, but everything yeah, right yeah. now is set. Just to kind of immerse myself without moving to Mexico. That's, That's smart. Cool. Oh, wow. That's yeah. super cool. I thought you had a boo. So anyway, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, red rice is, they've never heard of red rice. Crab, um, salmon patties is one of our signature dishes. Um, shrimp, uh, uh, gravy and shrimp uh, with, with grits. That's a, a yes. dish that we cook on um, Saturday. Shrimp, shrimp and grits is like the oh, most popular yeah. one. Yeah. Shrimp, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Came from the culture of Charleston and Savannah. Um, what else? What else is it that we eat? Like, and my mom, she cooks like the slaves used to cook: lima beans, <laughs> red. Oh yeah. White my old beans. man still cook the same stuff. Sunday, yeah. We have like a real Sunday meal. A real Using Sunday some meal. Beans or some okra or something. That's oh, it. Yeah. Okra soup. Yeah. Oh yeah. And we eat rice Rams. with things. So yeah, when I Blossom used to kill that. Let yes. me tell you, when I first moved to Savannah and what we eat on top of rice, like we eat collard greens. We don't, that's a side for Georgia people. I'm like, that's a side. They're like, yeah, that's, uh -huh. a, that's a meal. That's a meal. <laughs> Where the rice like, at? Oh, that's on top of rice. <laughs> yeah. Let me yeah, tell you, we definitely. used to take the barbecue sauce when uh, mama used to make barbecue chicken. Take that barbecue sauce, put it right over there. Right. right, exactly. Yep. Yeah, that's a course yep. right there. You got a meal. But, you got exactly. Wait, <laughs> I remember. I remember being at Simone's house and like your dad cooked for us one time. I, I don't know where your mom was. She might have been at church or something like that, or or running around for Sunday school or something. But we had eggs and rice for probably oh, the first yeah, that's time. That's that was thing. another big thing. That's that's a good one, Junie. With that Roger Wood <laughs> sausage. I can't uh -huh. eat normal. I can't That's eat That's not really know about that, Roger. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> that Roger Wood, man. That eggs and rice. Okay, Listen. let me tell you something. Sausage. Listen. Sausages. <laughs> Sausages. Yes. Sausages. Exactly. Yes. So the, so the food that we ate, and, and um, my ex-husband, he's um, Georgia, so he never really used to eat none of the food I cooked because he's like, what is, what is, what is this? <laughs> Like, pork and beans and rice. Like, man, listen. Pork and beans and rice. Sausage. Oh you put some bacon in that thing. Oh my man. god! Delicious. You put Roger Wood in there too. I, Roger absolutely. Right Roger Wood going everywhere. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, man. Oh yeah. 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 Without a like, doubt. Without a doubt. Like all of these things. Like when I had my broke moments, I went back to them Galagichi meals because they two three dollars. Yeah, man. A couple they kids of made the stretch. Yeah. It's yes, the rice. And then um another thing I noticed is that um when I would go on the island, island, anytime I'm telling you, we had grits for breakfast, we had grits for dinner, and that you know, like yeah. grits is gonna be a part of your meal. It does it does not matter how long <laughs> you go. I'm still not a big fan of grits, grits no more. It's gonna, gotta be really yeah. My mom used to hold the grits on me. <laughs> I've been I've been in a real grits mood as a recent like I was talking to Christy and she's like yeah you've been eating a lot of grits lately I, I feel I, I feel it. it's coming back up in me that's what it is <laughs> all of yep. this is coming yep. back up in me right yeah I mean I, I oh, deal wait. with grits and, and no sugar oh no, no. oh no no, 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 no. gotta be savory no gotta be no savory. <laughs> yeah who yeah. does that who does that Midwest the Midwest a lot of Midwest people do that. But um, what's funny is in our 
so in our family, you know, you got people who can cook and or whatever. And everybody used to like Aunt Maggie's red rice. And everybody likes Pamela's red rice or her right. chewy. Oh, Lord, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Chewy, yeah. We used yeah. to be like, who cooked, who cooked that when we would get together? Yeah. Who cooked that? Because, uh-huh. we, uh, you know, we had our special dishes from certain family members that yes. we loved or whatever. So that's Listen, something. When I was eating meat, when if Hattie didn't make the red rice, I'd be eating that. I'd be eating that. I remember, I remember there was one Fourth of July. Hattie, I don't know. What, listen, I don't know why Hattie did not make the rice this Fourth of July, but I remember it like it was yesterday. I saw it first of all from the look of it. It was not red enough. First of all, that's number one. And I already knew something was wrong. I was like, okay, let me just let me just taste it. Maybe. Maybe she just lost her luster or something like that. And I tasted uh-uh. it. I was like, no. I went up to Hattie. That ain't and home. I was like, um, Hattie, did you make the red rice this time? Because what's going on, baby? She's like, oh, no, I didn't make it this time. I didn't have time. I only had to make the chewies or something like that. I was like, well, whoever made it, they are no longer allowed to make that, okay? You're the only person <laughs> that can make red rice. I mean, now it doesn't matter now because I don't eat, you know, meat or any of that stuff anymore. But ch- baby... Oh man, it was gonna be an argument. Had she listen, we no, no. we already we already know. I more. see the red. I went home this weekend for a funeral, and when I go home, I get all my favorite stuff, and I yeah. had some Lucky. red rice. It's, it's funny Kendrick mentioned that. Is <laughs> this is one of the best things God have created? Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's my favorite too. <laughs> it's my favorite. No, no. <laughs> That leads me to another point of conversation. Um, and one of the things that I realized is that a lot of those people who have that, that great hold on some of these meals, is it being passed to the next generation? Like, so I just sat one day and I was like, wait a second, all the things I grew up eating, I don't know how to make all of them. Like I, um, you know, uh, Simone and I, we share a grandmother. And um, if you all out in TV world don't know right now, she um, she suffers from dementia. So she doesn't cook like she used to anymore. She doesn't cook at all anymore, actually. Right. But one of the things that we grew up on was her cooking. She cooked dinner every night. She would have, you know, food for our grampy's set. He would eat first. Then we would come in later. And she was like traditional in that way. And there are certain staples that she will always cook. And one of the things that came up for me was like, just talking to the cousins was like, wait, what's that thing with the pork chops and the uh, the peas that Grams used to make? And I was just oh, okay. through conversation, yeah, through conversation, looking for it. I think I ended up speaking to your mom, Simone, about it between your mom and my dad. And they were like, oh, you just cook it like this. And so when I tell y'all I cooked it one day after like their instruction, and it almost brought a tear to my eye, no lie, because I knew that it was something that I wasn't gonna be able to experience anymore because she she can't cook that anymore. She doesn't cook that anymore. And I thought it was lost for forever, but the fact that, again, having these conversations with family and being on top of passing things down to the next generation, like really brought down my whole childhood in one bite. And I know I need to get that red rice recipe from, from Pamela, for sure. Yeah. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> You gotta, have, you gotta have skills to mess with that red rice. It's not. I don't, yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you. I don't deal with that red rice, and I don't want to learn how to cook it. I want somebody else to cook it because I'm going to gonna eat it too much. No, I'm going to eat it. Oh. Learn how to cook it. <laughs> I've done one decent pot. I've done one decent pot so far. Yeah. Man, listen. I, I haven't, I have not attempted the red rice, but what I can say is I did make that the the peas and the pork chop mama let me tell you mama taught me how to make that from her bedroom listen let me tell all right let me tell uh-uh. you how it went i'm telling you she was like okay take the pork chop out you know you're gonna fry the pork chop put the peas in the pot mm-hmm. then after the pork chop not good and season and not good up or whatever you throw that in the pot with the peas mm-hmm. and let it mm-hmm. marinate marinate together Boom, you got your meal and she was, yes, she was yelling the instructions to me from her bedroom. <laughs> I'm in the kitchen, like, whipping it up. This was, like, years ago when I was still in grade school. But I, yeah. listen, it was real good. That was, honestly, that was one of my signature meals. Like, when I was in a good mood or something like that, and we had those ingredients, I would just make it, you know, 
and whoever was hungry, okay, boom, y'all got something to eat. Yeah, and too. what's up? Mm-hmm. I, I'm, 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 I'm blossom now. I'm blossom now. <laughs> yeah, listen, <laughs> under blossom now. Yeah. I mean, but you gotta think about it. There's so much of our culture. Like, think of all the, the family gatherings around food, like super food, like macaroni and cheese, and like, I mean, feast every time we got together. So, oh yeah. yeah. So each yeah. time you kind of create a meal now, you kind of like, you can think of a certain person or a certain time that you had this meal with your family. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now, I, I did get Graham's mac and oh, cheese yeah. recipe, though. I remember, like, probably about seven, eight years ago, I just randomly called her and I was like, Graham, I'm trying to make some mac and cheese. Can you walk me through it? And this is when she was still, you know, doing it. She's like, boy, what you know about some yeah. mac and cheese? And so <laughs> I said, everything now. So I, I literally still have the paper with everything that she told me to do. And I'll, I'll add a little razzle-dazzle myself because I feel like yeah, I'm a right. You know what I'm saying? Got to yeah. step it up right, right. But yeah. just to know that I have the access to it. And not too long ago, our cousin Randall called me asking if I knew Graham's recipe. And I was like, yo, yeah, I can send you the picture wow. right now. And wow. like, we have to make sure that we keep on top of those things, especially yeah. as we branch out further away from Charleston and we, some mm-hmm. of us don't live there anymore. Some of us just go back for visits, but just making sure that as we uh, head the next generation that they also still have access to some of these things. Right. Absolutely. I absolutely agree. I used absolutely. to be on uh, cheese grater duty at Boston House and cheese. Oh yeah. Wax, yeah. yeah. put that wax paper yeah. in front of you. Give you that big oh, block God. of cheese, be not joint. <laughs> yeah. Getting it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Greater duty. One recipe I do miss. One um one recipe I do miss is that okra soup. I am so sad. Oh, I yeah. remember, I, I remember actually being in college and I was like, Ma, like every, every time I call her, I'm like, Mama, when I get home. I need you to make me that mac. I need you to make me that okra soup. Like I need that okra soup. But by the <laughs> right. time I got home, she had stopped cooking, and I was like, "Man, I don't want <laughs> to dang on late, uh, man." Yeah, <clears throat> that is a signature dish too. I'm gonna see if there's a way. To, oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm, I'm gonna see, see if there's a way that um, mm. you know I can get these. Oh, and she did, and she oh, did, exactly. and I'm cool. like, I got. Threw the shrimp in there. Threw the shrimp in the okra oh, soup. Oh, hey. all the time. Yeah. That's good. That's good. I'm you not an okra soup lover. No. What? Is it the te- the texture? Is it is it slimy the, for you? It's the texture. Okay. Oh, man. Fry okra. I, I'll, eat, I'll eat the fried okra with the rice that we cook. So we do the fried okra with the rice and the baby shrimp. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I know I you just cook that. that. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's good. It's real good. I never and, had that. And I do it with the salmon too. That salmon in that can, put it in a thing, saute it up over some rice. That's yeah. what's tough. Yeah. yeah, it is. So yeah. Bacon, was- onions, bacon, onion, salmon. If you fancy, put that Roger Wood kind of sliced up in there too. <laughs> that's, that's the heavy. I fixed right. it for this girl one time. I put beef sausage in it. Um, and she was like, this is a Creole dish. This is so good. I said, girl, this is oh, yeah. a paddle wheel, baby. Salmon <laughs> ain't but $2 and some rice ain't but a dollar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it. I know. I exactly. Know. And it's good, too. It's really, yeah. really hearty, really hearty. And I like what Judy was saying about how he was able to capture a lot of history from that one taste from having that recipe. So a lot of the reasons why we started this podcast is because there's a lot we are trying to unpack and discover about mm-hmm. our family line and yes. there's just things we don't want to die. Right. So I love the right. fact that we're doing this and we're, it's being recorded and we can always have this. These, this, this right here, what we're doing can last for generations because now all they got to do is press play. Press right. play. That's Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. it. So um, I know Junie has, we, we talked about a lot. We talked about our culture, where we're from. We, did, we have not talked about um, fear related. Who want to jump that topic off? Who want to who wanna jump it off? Dale. Okay. Kendrick. <laughs> hey, I was about yeah. to say that too. <laughs> there, you there you have it. But I mean, um, so basically this is a, this is, well, this is my mom's side, but this is the Gibbs side of the family. So that's, that's all work together to kind of to reconstruct that family tree starting from Ma and uh, books. Um, for the longest, I didn't know 
it was buxom. I thought they were saying bubsom. <laughs> that's what I that's what it sounded like. That's that's the way it sounded like bubsom. It's like uh-huh. <laughs> another culture in our yeah, so but we do need to look that up. But Booksum and Mog are our grandparents. That's my grandparents. Kendrick's mom is one of six girls, and my dad is one of three boys, but altogether, Booksum and Mog had nine kids. My dad is the middle son of the three boys. The three boys were all born after the six girls. Yes. So my dad is Aubrey. He hates that name. (laughs) But his name is Aubrey Herbert Gibbs. Hey, Uncle Herbert had nothing to do with Never that. Never knew that was his name. <laughs> Never knew that was his name. Because who was Aubrey? Come on, progressive. Let me find out Mogs and Bookson was out here giving 2022 names. <laughs> I love Aubrey. that, what? though. I love that yeah, name, Yeah, take that, though. Drake. For real. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So I'll so of people we always do they always do nicknames my dad was smoky oh, yeah. um you know what i'm saying um maggie um maggie's name wasn't maggie it was hesse she didn't like that either oh i think that's, that's her my first name time hearing this yeah me too i, she did, I not, she did not care wow, for that that's my first time <laughs> hearing it just like yep and then yep. not only that i i had always been calling her maggie so i i, I mean actually everyone like, called that's her her name that's her only name yeah but no I think they like in their household they had different names for each other. That's true. Yeah. Wow. I mean, because at at nine of them, shoot, you better. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So me and him, we're, we're first cousins. We're first cousins, mm-hmm. and um, because his dad and my mom are brothers and sisters, and then mm-hmm. I'll let y'all explain the rest. So I'll take so, it up here as as yeah. the eldest of of phase two. Right. So, yes. Um, the oldest of the nine was Blossom. And uh, Blossom went on to, between she and Jean, you know, Simone, I counted up, and I think there was also, uh, wait, where is it? Uncle Jean, you might have missed Uncle Jean. You might have no, missed no, no, Uncle Jean. No, no, no. Not I, little I count, Jean. You counted Jean? Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, I counted him. And I think there's there's eight or nine of all of them now with Uncle Gene as well. So there's Uncle Gene, there's, let me go with boys. There's Uncle Gene, there's um, Uncle Riley, there's uh, Little Gene, there's my dad, there's Uncle Gary, there's Uncle Keith, Uncle Dale, there's Aunt Myra, there is Aunt Carrie. Carrie. And that's that's nine. I didn't go oh, with you boys, already I mean- went boys. I, I already mentioned Uncle Dale. Did you mention Gene? Um, not little Gene, but Gene too. Big Gene. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, Raleigh so, too. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. said Raleigh. So, yeah, he said Raleigh. So there's nine altogether between my grandparents, but Blossom, being the oldest, was also the first to start having uh, children herself. And so, as far as I go, I am not. Um, Kendrick has a youngest sister who is me and Kendra are probably only about a year apart, I think. And then yeah. also Tawana's baby sister and I are also 11, about a year or 11 months apart or so. So those two generations, although we are second cousins, feel like first cousins, at least from my perspective, right. because I was the first grandchild to come into the whole family right. because I was on the tail end of the uh, the siblings having kids themselves mm-hmm. so you i grew up first, with these two you was the first grandchild of aunt blossom yeah mm-hmm. yeah 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 okay okay that's beautiful and, and you guys see how we say uncle this uncle sam aunt maggie aunt ann aunt sadie right. aunt, it's it's no mabel it's no handling of no names in in the south yes um, we put that handle of that aunt. You don't have to say miss, but we put that aunt on there to show respect. Right, right. And a lot of people don't do that. A lot, like our cousins in New York, they call you by your first name, Deborah. Um, <laughs> 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 they don't put no aunt on that thing now. <laughs> so, 
You know, that really might be a New York thing because, you know, my dad met my mom up there and my dad doesn't say aunt or uncle anymore. He'd just be like, you know, Deborah, yeah. uh, 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 Maggie. He just goes by that by that first name now. But right. wait, Junie, pause. Do you remember when we came to Jersey to your house when we were there with y'all? Do you remember that? We was wait, little. Was it- was it like a, was it a cookout or something like that? What, no, what was- we came to stay there for like a week or something, for summer or something. We was there, y'all, we was in Jersey. Lord, <laughs> and let me tell y'all, I, we ain't have a house house till <laughs> the first time I was like eight. And then the second time we moved back down, we was 15. So I know y'all came to a two bedroom apartment. It was a two bedroom apartment in Jersey. <laughs> yes, we did. Yes, we wow. did. Oh, wow. I remember that. You know, wow. That's one huge thing about our family. When it comes time to saddle up or need to depend on somebody or need a, a roof over one's head, our family oh, yeah. don't play about that. Like, I remember I was going oh, yeah. to move back up to the north after being in Korea for a little bit. And I was this close to being, um, I was about to stay with Aunt Anne up there for a little bit and literally I asked her and she's like oh yeah you can say like it's no problem like I ended up finding an apartment beforehand but mm-hmm. just the fact that that door was open yes. was a beautiful thing and it also it always makes me proud of the family that I'm in yeah right. oh yeah yeah Simone you gonna tell yeah. your yeah tighten the Simone <laughs> yeah uh for the sake of time I think we got like three minutes left but uh okay so well, you do your full story man I am. Okay. I am. So, okay. So, Blossom. Okay. So, Blossom. You know, Blossom is my and Junie's grandma, and of course, Blossom had all them churn. And Junie's dad was um is brother to my mom, which is the oldest of the only two girls that Blossom had, and I'm the oldest of Myra's. Myra is my mom's name. And I'm the oldest of Myra's and the only girl of Myra's children. So that's how I fit into this story here. So this is so cute. And let me tell y'all, Myra and Rome my, are my first cousins. They're our first cousins. His right. daddy, his daddy name is Will, but I never knew that because we called him. I Will. thought his name was Jerome. Oh, I was like, yeah. who, is, yeah. who is this real white guy? Right. <laughs> you got a junior? Like, I don't, I don't understand what's going on here. Right, right, right. <laughs> cousin that had like but he was the coolest a sports car and all that stuff back in the day i was like hey this guy got a name camaro oh snap listen yeah. y'all y'all know cool rome i didn't know what? Cool. And what? i didn't know cool rome till i started seeing pictures and i'm like wait right, that's your dad your dad right? was the man i was like yo he used to whip it he used to have like he used to be dressed like i'm like hold on now i see I he, was, he is supportive like he'd be like anything you need he was working wasn't he a vp at bank of america no, he wasn't a VP. He was in um, global global funds transfer um, at Wells Fargo, which used to be First Union, which used to be um, Wachovia, 
like it goes back, back, back. But he he's Ooh. been with them for over twenty years, yes. twenty plus years. Okay, yeah. so, wait, your mom and dad live in Charlotte now, though, right? They yeah, they're in Charlotte now. Uh huh. Okay, well, when he first got, I was with Bank of America when I first moved to Atlanta. And I would, I could talk to him and he was like, you need anything. That's why family is so important. And I wanted to kind of just round it up. Everybody say whatever, whatever. But um, to have a supportive family like we have, um, yeah. it's unspoken of, um, it's unheard of. A lot of families fight, carry on. We may have our little whatevers, but for the most part, we all love each yeah. other. We try yeah. to right. so we don't have those issues, especially right. with our generation. Um, oh yeah, no, definitely. Support. Anything he was like, anything you need, you let me know, Tawana. You let yeah. me know. Now I'll never forget. Yeah. You get stuff like that. You never forget stuff like right, that. Right, exactly. Oh yeah, it's the truth. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I guess this will wrap up the first episode, and then we'll kind of continue this conversation on the next episode. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. And yes. what's you guys excited? This isn't just about us Gullah Geechee people. This is going to be, we're going to have, we have some hot, some heavy hitting topics that we want to talk about. Um, we all are educated. Um, we all have, are in different parts of the world and have seen different things. Junie has lived overseas. Kendrick has traveled because he's been in the reserves. Um, Simone is from here to there to everywhere. Um, yeah, so exactly. <laughs> I can't so keep still, man. We want to bring um, community to this podcast and we really want to bring um, a conversation about family and yeah. how important it is for us to utilize our resources and, and come together to, to do exactly what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Absolutely. as we close out, um, for anybody watching, anybody uh, looking at us, anybody experience, experiencing this moment with us, uh, you too can have the same moment with any of your cousins. It doesn't matter how long it's been since you've spoken with them. It doesn't matter what the last petty argument y'all two had together. Family is important. In this country, it's difficult to keep Black families together. And we have to all do our part to make sure that we all stay on that track and build generations to come after us. Great. So, all right. See y'all next time. See ya. Peace out. Peace. <laughs>